And now a public service announcement from Carolers Against Bad Gifts. Tis the season to be lucky. We would love a few scratch tickets. I don't need a nose hair trimmer. I could be the next big winner. This season, give them what they really want. Give them holiday scratch tickets from the Texas Lottery. Must be 18 or older to play responsibly. And now a public service announcement from Carolers Against Bad Gifts. Tis the season we could win. We don't want another toaster. Could you just give us scratch tickets? Then we won't have to return gifts. This season, give them what they really want. Give them holiday scratch tickets from the Texas Lottery. Must be 18 or older. Play responsibly. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Shh, be respectful the, uh, of me. You can act like a man! He's colossal! It's stupendous! One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you as a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. This is our single storm podcast. What's the proper word I'm looking for? Um, how about despondent? That's, that's pretty much accurate about what I was feeling when I saw the Republican Party pass another continuing resolution. I, I don't know how many of you have stopped to think about what a continuing resolution is, what an omnibus spending bill is. Let me tell you what those things are. Those things are basically mechanisms to screw over the American people so that your elected officials don't have to take accountability for their massive, uncontrolled, irresponsible overspending. And let me tell you, there's something that's called regular order. Regular order was 12 appropriations bills that would set up to fund all of our government. The House would pass those bills because all spending originates in the House. Then the Senate would conference with the House to hammer out the differences, and they'd send each one of those bills to the president for signature. Now, we were still doing a lot of overspending back in the day. The last time that regular order was done was 1997, was it? Is it 96, 97? So for the last, what, 27 years, your Congress has abandoned fiscal restraint and fiscal responsibility. And here's how they do it, folks. Let me, let me give you the scenario. The, the House of Representatives should be working on those 12 appropriation bills, and they should have them passed out by June 30th, by law, and then send them over to the Senate, and they're supposed to go back and forth and hammer things out, and then um, it's supposed to be uh, into the president's hands before the end of the fiscal year in October. What the, these leftists have done inside of government, both political parties, they said, hey, Let's just slough off for the entire year. Uh, you know, just, just, just do enough to mail it in and, and give a whole bunch of great political sound bites, do a lot of fundraising. We'll just kick the can down the road. Then when it comes uh, a- after the August recess, 
we go, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, we have to fund the government. The government's going to run out. We're going to have a government shutdown, and nobody wants that because everybody lives for big, unaccountable government. Nobody can stand to live without government being funded. So, so, all of the leaders in the, the parties, they go behind closed doors and they hammer out these massive omnibus spending bills. And then they say, they dump it on all of their uh, caucuses, and they say, pass this or the government's going to shut down. But we haven't read it. Just pass it. But we haven't read it. Look, do you want the government to shut down? You want to be blamed for it? No. Then, then, then vote for it. So that's how they've been governing by fake emergency for the last 27 years. Uh, ruling by emergency. And what it has resulted in is where we are now, $34 trillion in massive unrepayable debt. And the really stupid thing is, Sometimes they couldn't even get the omnibus stuff done. So what do they do? They passed something called a continuing resolution. Now, a continuing resolution keeps spending going at the current uh, levels until a new deal can be hammered out. And in most cases, until a new spending of more money could be hammered out. So that's what the Republicans did last week. The Republicans decided, hey, you know what? We couldn't get our work done because Speaker Kevin McCarthy, instead of keeping us in session until we got all 12 of those spending bills done, he let us go on August recess, go on vacation before our work was done, and there was no work ethic. It was a Democrat work ethic inside the, the House controlled by Republicans, and they didn't get their work done. So they had one continuing resolution. Oh, okay, that's it. We're going we're gonna to do that. And by the way, they said, we're going to just sit there and rubber stamp all the profligate Democrat overspending. We're just going to do that. And that cost Kevin McCarthy his speakership. Then now you've got Speaker Johnson in there. He's on the job for 17 days. And guess what? He can't get all the appropriation bills done and in the proper allotted time before that con the previous continuing resolution ran out. So guess what he did? We need another continuing resolution. And it was what they call a clean continuing resolution, which is a misnomer because it's, it's scummy, filthy, disgusting, rotten, dirty. Why? Because it's Democrat socialist spending, Democrat socialist priorities, fully funded and fully blessed by the Republican Party. Now, there was a little bit of dissension in the ranks. The Democrats had to jump in and pass this bill, this Republican bill. The Democrats voted earnestly and eagerly for a Republican bill because it was all their spending. Oh, great. Knowing they, they knew the Republicans were going to get tattooed for basically codifying and, and blessing the Democrats' level of irresponsible, feckless, and anti-American spending. So that's where we are, folks. And a, a lot of us started asking some very pointed questions. What you have to know is, since the Republicans have been in control of the House of Representatives, there have been zero policy wins. Zero. Even when they had some leverage to get at least one or two of their priorities passed. So the questions many conservative slash Republican voters are asking, what good does it do me to vote Republican when Democrat priorities are fully funded and fully advanced, even when the Republicans are in charge? One of the more well-known conservatives in the Republican caucus Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene joins the Salcedo Storm podcast next. And now a word.
word from our sponsor. Does the state of the economy have your head spinning? Let American Medical Plans relieve one burden, health insurance. American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Everybody's got an agenda, right? And in America, for the time being, that's okay. But I think folks would be stupid to fund an agenda that doesn't align with their own. Patriot Mobile can help you with that. When you make the switch to Patriot Mobile, you're going to get an industry-leading coverage guarantee. You're going to get all kinds of discounts for our first responder heroes and our veterans. But you're also going to be supporting a company that supports your values and donates to your values. And there's an added bonus. You'll also be supporting me, your liberty-loving Latino. Every single person who goes to patriotmobile.com storm and makes the switch. You support the Salcedo Storm podcast, keeping my voice independent. Hey, I worked for a company that changed the rules in the middle of the game. I couldn't talk about the issues important to you. It was then I realized my voice needed to be independent. I think Tucker Carlson's discovering that too. Head to patriotmobile.com storm. Make the switch today. Use my promo code storm. Get free activation and stop funding the woke crowd. Call 972-PATRIOT or go to patriotmobile.com slash storm. Why get your news from people who don't share your values? Get news stories from Texas Scorecard. We provide real news for real Texans. Go to texasscorecard.com today. Folks, let's get down to business with Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, representing Georgia's 14th congressional district. Got a bachelor's degree in business administration. She's the author of the new book, MTG, where the Congresswoman reveals her personal account of battles she fights in the halls of Congress and beyond. Congresswoman, great to have you back. Hi, Chris. It's so good to talk to you. Right back at you. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go off script here a little bit because some headlines just developed overnight that I've just got to get you to weigh in on because I think they tell a story and a very compelling one. First one comes from the, uh, the Never Trump Network, the Carl Rove Network, Fox. Biden hands China big win with military deal. Experts say incredibly poor decision. This is involving AI giving China a seating and advantage to China over AI because that's one of the few areas we beat them in currently. The next headline comes from the Washington Free Beacon. Uh, Biden regime mulling approval for a fresh $10 billion to the number one state sponsor of terrorism, Iran. And State Department staffers blast Joe Biden's stance on Israel, and they're all defecting, and they accuse Israel of war crimes, and then the Democrats in the Senate defeat an Israeli funding bill that was, where we're using money to defund the most reviled and untrustworthy agency in our government, the IRS, to send money over to our allies in Israel. What are your takeaways from all of those headlines? Well, I'll start with the first one, uh, Joe Biden and handing over AI um, uh, and, and putting President Xi in China in an excellent position to defeat America once again. You know what? I'm on the Oversight Committee, Chris, and we've been investigating Joe Biden and the impeachment inquiry. I got to tell you, the Biden family is bought and paid for by China because of all the business deals they have been doing there for years. 
So Joe Biden, they have the dirt on him. President Z, President Z can come to America, fly in in his giant 747 airplane, landing in, in California where they cleaned up the city streets and, and moved the homelessness and the crime out of there just for the president of China, not for the residents um, in California, not for Americans. But Joe Biden, he's a puppet on the strings. I'm telling you, none of these headlines surprise me at all. Um, I'm also not surprised on the anti-Israel, anti-Semitic stance from um, federal employees in the State Department. Our government is filled with communists, and these communists stand with terrorists, Chris. And this is exactly who the Biden administration is. They are the same as the Obama administration, which loaded up our federal agencies and departments with resistance-minded, anti-American communists. Um, and this is the root of all evil in Washington, and that is why we have to gut Washington, D.C. when we get President Trump back in office. Well, and to that point, uh, everything that you just said, I, I can't disagree with because the communist infiltration is is pervasive in this government. So with all that being said, the Republican Party just last night teed up a resolution to fully fund all of the malfeasance that you and I have just been talking about with this continuing resolution. And this this continues a long string, all year long. That's all the Republican Party has done is rubber stamp every bit of spending the Democrats have done. What's your reaction to that? Yeah, you're absolutely right. That CR was a massive failure for America, and it was a failure for our new speaker, Mike Johnson. He handed a victory and a policy win over to the Biden administration and the Democrats. Chuck Schumer was so excited, he could not wait to get his hands on that bill that they passed out of the House. And if you look at the vote tally on that one, it had it had way, it had all Democrats voting for it. Mm-hmm. And we had just a little over 90 Republicans, myself included, opposing it, voting no. And there's a very big reason for that. That was a continuation of Nancy Pelosi's budget from last Congress. Nancy Pelosi's budget that funds um, every kind of woke policy, the Green New Deal, the communist agenda of the Biden administration, and, and made Joe Biden so happy because it just continues funding everything that he's working on up until, Janu- until the middle of January. And then we have a two-step process to refund the government again. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, why are we doing this? You know, here's the thing. With with the government being run by the communist Biden administration, we should not even blink or bat an eye to a, to a government shutdown. Who cares if it shuts down? The Biden administration has assaulted the American economy. Bidenomics is making Americans go broke. And they are ruining so many small businesses across America. Yep. So when it comes to, you know, the media here in Washington, D.C., shaming members of Congress of, oh, are you going to let the government shut down? Absolutely, I would let it shut down because I I could care less if it shuts down. It should be shut down. It doesn't deserve the funding it gets. Well, exactly. It, it doesn't because it's not doing a good job. And that's that, that's the reason why it deserves to be shut down, because it's not doing a good job. And by any measure, uh, by the way, folks, we're talking to Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, the name of the new book, MTG, where we're, we're getting to that here in a minute. Now, look, I've said this on on television, said it on radio, and I'll say it to you. Uh, Kevin McCarthy would still be speaker today if the 12 appropriation bills had gotten done according to the law by June 30th. 
he would if he would have had handed that over to Chuck Schumer saying, here you go. If you want to shut down the government, it's on you, bub. Uh, he would still be speaker today. But that didn't happen. Instead, the Republicans adopted the Democrats work ethic and said, hey, our work isn't done. Let's go on vacation. Let's go on. Let's go on August recess. Let's go do that. And doesn't doesn't the, the Republican work ethic have to change? Don't they have to st- stop accepting the Democrats laziness and, and, and do, do nothing and just taking our money for granted? Oh, Chris, you bringing up a topic I have a lot to say about. You know, this is one of the reasons why I wrote my book, MTG, and people can order it at mtgbook.com because I give you all the behind behind the scenes stories, mm-hmm. uh, behind the headlines that you've seen for the past three years. And here's what I have to say about that. The calendar is a calendar and a system set up for failure every single year, Chris. While we go on August recess, uh, the entire month of August, we're not in Washington, D.C., and the first part of September, we are not in Washington, D.C. We're back home um, in our districts. The deadline to fund the government is September 30th. How in the hell are we supposed to get it funded if we're not there, but maybe two weeks right before the deadline? But let me give you something. Let me give you a little uh, information that will disappoint everyone. The calendar just came out next week, at, and this was well after Speaker McCarthy was ousted, and we have a new Speaker of the House, and I like Mike Johnson. He is the nicest guy. So do I. But guess what? The calendar, the new calendar for next year is the same calendar set up for failure. We are not going to be in Washington all of August, and we're not going to be in Washington the first part of September. So it's not just the Democrats. It is Washington, D.C., and the system of failure that never changes, that that uh, that causes this stupid catastrophe every single year. Well, don't don't you think that comporting with the law, which says that those appropriation bills have to be done by June thirtieth? If you get it done by June thirtieth, then you don't have to worry about you. You can go on your August recess. Shouldn't again? I do. So so I'll, so I'll ask again. Shouldn't the Republicans abandon? the lazy Democrat way of doing things, which is to sit there and meander, drag your feet all week long, and or all year long, I should say, and then by the end of the year, you govern by emergency saying, we have to pass this big lump of crap, which is this, this omnibus spending bill, and that's why we're $34 trillion in debt right now. Yeah, for sure. No, you're right in what you're saying, but I have to add on to that. I don't, I don't let Republicans off the hook. It's not just Democrats that set the system up. It, yeah. it doesn't even matter. Both parties do this True. every single year. And and I also say this, you know, um, Kevin McCarthy should have gotten it done. Absolutely. Should have gotten the 12 separate approach bills passed. I wish we had done that. But the speaker doesn't do them by himself. We also have the majority leader. We also have the whip's office. We have a whole leadership team that should have made this happen working with the approach chair and the other committees. But I want to I want to add one more thing. If we're throwing out speakers for crossing red lines, then the red lines should remain the same for every speaker going forward. Here's why. Because nothing will ever change unless no. you enforce those red lines for everybody, no matter who it is. True enough. Uh, folks, we're talking to Marjorie Taylor Greene, the name of the book, MTG. One more question before we get to that hot and heavy. Look, you, you put up the Mayorkas resolution. It was you. You put it up there. And I'm, I'm going to read something that Bill Malugin, he was talking to a, a Republican source. He wouldn't identify it. Quote, 
impeachment of Mayorkas is literally the, the lowest hanging fruit and we are effing it up. I, I think that's pretty accurate. Don't you think so? I think that is very accurate. And I am extremely angry over the fact that we had eight Republicans. Chris, I want to I want to make this clear so your so your listeners understand. The eight Republicans that joined Democrats to self the articles of impeachment against Mayorkas, basically killing them by sending them back to the Judiciary Committee. Four of those eight serve on the Judiciary Committee. Four of them do. Now, let me let me explain why this is a serious issue. My articles of impeachment against Mayorkas were already in the Judiciary Committee, and they had been there not only all of last Congress, yep. but over six months in this Congress, and they never lifted a finger to pick them up, go through them, pass them through the committee, and help us bring them to the House floor. So these Republicans were exposed. McClintock, Daryl Issa, you've got, you've got multiple members of the Judiciary Committee. Um, Ken Buck, but who cares about him? These, they actually exposed <laughs> themselves for being against impeachment altogether. Yeah. And, and Mayorkas was the lowest hanging fruit. He was he is the easiest one. And I got to tell you today, starting at nine o'clock on the Homeland Committee, you know who we have in front of us that I can't wait to talk to because I serve on that committee. We have Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas in front of us sitting next to FBI Director Christopher Ray, And I cannot wait to have my time with both of those yeah. guys. Well, I can't wait to see it because, frankly, the, the Republicans who voted to shield Mayorkas from impeachment, Mayorkas himself, I, I think Christopher Wray, uh, when, when the attack happens after the 8 million illegal aliens, who, however many of those people they let in who are bad actors, foreign military terrorists, what have you, when they commit their attacks, maybe a, a Hamas-style attack on the United States, those Republicans and the Democrats will have blood on their hands. Okay, so the book. What message did you want to get into primarily, because I don't want to give, I don't want you to give away too much, but what, what was the, the, the overarching reason why you wanted to put together MTG? Oh, this book was really enjoyable for me to write. You know, I've been the, labeled the most controversial member of Congress <laughs> since January 2021 when I, when I came in. And that's because the media created a character of me that doesn't exist, and they sold it 24-7 across every news network across America and the world. And the headlines are unbelievable. I mean, Jewish space lasers. That one is just outrageous. It's, a, it's something I've never even said. Wow. Never said it in my own words. They created it in the news. And I wrote the stories behind these headlines um, and, and even very personal parts of my life, things that were happening at the, ta at the time. Um, you know, my, my father's battle with cancer while I was being crucified in the media and, and many stories because I want the country and I want people to know exactly who I am and what my words are, what my beliefs are, what my policies are, not someone writing them for me and making them up and, and printing them all over the country. And MTG is, is an opening salvo, you know, and I, I can't wait for people to read it. They can order it at mtgbook.com. It comes out next week. Right okay. before Thanksgiving, it's a great holiday book. Um, you can buy one for yourself and family members and stick them in the stocking. Now, I've got about a minute left, and I want you to—I don't normally do this, but since, since it's an insider's look, set up a story, and then don't give me the ending, and don't give the audience the ending, because I want them to, I want them to pick up the books to, to read the ending. So set up the story, 
and then then and then just leave it and we'll leave them on a cliffhanger for the last question here. Go ahead. Okay. Well, my signature bill in Congress, it's the one I really want to get passed, is the Protect Children's Innocence Act. Because we're seeing um, one of the most evil agendas we've ever seen where the trans community and the medical community and the, the left, uh, I would call them communists, are brainwashing children, oh, yeah. cut off their body parts, mastectomies, castrations, before they've even grown up. And, and this is something that I, I am so passionate about stopping because it's become a multi-billion dollar medical industry and federal dollars go to pay for a lot of it. Mm. And so I, I talk a lot about this bill, but I reveal who the members of Congress are that are actually opposing my bill and stopping it from being able to be passed in Congress. <clears throat> and I think, I think Americans need to know that because they're going to be shocked at the type of Republicans that are against it and why. Naming names. The book is called MTG, the author, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who proudly represents the uh, 14th Congressional District in the great state of Georgia. Lady, thank you very much for the visit, as always. Thank you so much, Chris. It was good to talk to you today. And that's going to put a wrap on this Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me and yourself a favor, kids. There's a couple of websites I want you to pay a visit to. Go to chrissalcedo.com and texasscorecard.com. At chrissalcedo.com, you're going to find everything there is to find about me there, including the Chris Salcedo shows on KSEV, on Rumble, on Getter, on uh, Newsmax 2. That's all simulcast. And then on Newsmax, you'll find my television show, Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock until 5 Eastern. On Texas Scorecard, you're going to find the battles to keep Texas red, to keep it conservative, to keep it prosperous and free for, for everyone and not some left-wing socialist hellhole turn us into another California. All the efforts to push back on the left-wing's efforts to destroy the Texas miracle. All that coverage can be found at texasscorecard.com. Till we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by an out-of-control government. We measure a society's worth by how much power is reserved for its people, you and me. Stay safe out there, my friends. Is your bunion causing pain or preventing you from wearing your favorite shoes? Have you considered a bunion removal surgery? HD Research is currently enrolling a clinical trial for an investigational pain medication following bunion removal surgery. Qualified participants between the ages of 18 and 80 may receive study-related care, including a bunion removal surgery at no cost, as well as access to an investigational pain medication. They may also be reimbursed up to $740 for their time and travel for study visits. Call 214-307-9441 or go to removemybunion.com to learn more. When I clean, I want to see the difference. That's why I trust Gloralin Concentrated Bleach. It helps remove tough stains and cleans deep with four times the active ingredient content. Gloralin Concentrated Bleach outperforms the average watered-down bleach brand. If you want to see the difference in your cleaning and wallet, try Gloralin Concentrated Bleach at Fiesta Mart, El Rancho, and El Rio Grande. And find your savings at Gloralin.us today based on a comparison of sodium hypochlorite content.